You are listening to The Magnetic Podcast with Milana Saranak, corporate lawyer turned six-figure online entrepreneur. Here, we talk all things soulful sales, launch strategies, mindset hacks, and behind-the-scenes secrets of building a magnetic online business that unlocks a life of freedom you don't need an escape from. Welcome to the show. It's been a crazy, crazy week last week. We had a podcast relaunch party. So you may have noticed the new branding that we've got and the new episodes that dropped last week and all the new people that are here listening this week. It's been so awesome to have you celebrate the launch with us and to have everyone new here. Welcome. It is such a freaking pleasure to speak to you every week and to deliver the goods to you. So on a personal level, last couple of weeks, I have been pretty ill and just kind of like not feeling the best. My son wasn't feeling good and then I caught something he had and so on and so forth. And so I've been out of action quite a bit in my business and I still had things to do, obviously, right? So there was many things that I couldn't do, but there were still things I had to do. And here's the thing, it wasn't difficult to do them. And when I kind of looked back and reflected on how I was still able to show up for my clients so well and serve them so well, I realized that it was actually the result of something a little bit surprising that I didn't even expect. And that was that I had implemented a lot of boundaries in my business. Now, boundaries have allowed me to serve more clients by working less. They've allowed me to only have like tops four hours of calls a week on any given week. They mean that I'm only on calls two days a week. The rest of the time, I kind of get to organize my time, do my own thing. Um, They mean that I work four-hour days and so on and so forth. So there is just so many things that have come from boundaries. And so today, I wanted to talk about boundaries and share with you some of the boundaries that I have in my business because I know a lot of people struggle with boundaries and maybe you too have a struggle when it comes to setting boundaries. So maybe you think that boundaries are a bad thing or that if you set boundaries, you're a mean person, you're a bitch, you are just difficult to deal with. And these are all such BS, outdated norms in society, particularly aimed at women that kind of put labels on us if we set boundaries. And I'm not here for it. And I want to demystify some of these concepts that I guess when it comes to boundaries, a lot of women struggle with in business. And I want to empower you to set boundaries in your business because you should. And in a loving way to yourself, the best thing you can do is to set boundaries. One of the other big reasons why people don't set boundaries is they're stuck in people-pleasing. When we're people-pleasing, 
We're really trying to always be liked. The goal of our life is for everyone to like us. And so we're constantly saying yes. We're saying that's okay. That's totally fine. We're doing all of these things that we don't have time to do or the will to do or that are outside of our contracts. And I see so many women doing this. They will come to me and they'll complain and say, I have difficult clients. They're emailing me at all times of the day, or they want me to complete tasks within like an hour and everything's urgent to them, or people are voxering me all the time. And it's, you know, I don't understand or like all kinds of different things. Right. And I'm sorry, I love you, but it's not their fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. And sometimes that's a really tough pill to swallow when you realize that it's you, it's not them. You are the problem. And I don't mean it in a bad, like you're the problem and you need to be eliminated kind of way. I mean it in the sense that we are our own biggest roadblock. We actually make life so difficult for ourselves a lot of the time. And then we try and blame other people to justify the difficulty, but it's not them. It's us. We created that problem in the first place. And that means that we have the power to undo it. And so boundaries are the best and the first thing you need to implement. And let me tell you, I am not the person that had boundaries from day dot. I'm absolutely not. I wish I was, but I came into the business world wanting to excel and please my clients and get them excellent results. And I thought that meant I had to be available for them 24-7. I had to answer my phone 24-7. I had to be in Voxer 24-7. I had to do all the things 24-7. And I found out very quickly that that was a recipe for burnout, a recipe for resentment, and it was most certainly not the recipe for their success because it actually created relationships or had the potential to create relationships that were over-reliant on the coach, on me. People who thought they needed me to answer every single little question when in fact, they already have the powers within themselves to answer those questions and make those decisions. And really, I could be there as an echo chamber sometimes, and that's okay. Sometimes we use our coaches for that. But I also didn't want to create relationships where the client didn't feel empowered unless I was there. That if I wasn't there one day, they were going to just feel like oh, they were going to melt down and they couldn't make decisions or move forward. That's never the goal of my coaching. And I could see how not having boundaries could very easily result in that. So early on, not super early, not from the get-go, but early on, I did start implementing some amazing boundaries in my business. And I've had these boundaries in place for a while. And the crazy thing is that when I started implementing boundaries, no one cared. No one blinked an eye. I didn't get backlash. People didn't say, how dare you? Nothing happened. In fact, my clients were happier. They were happier because they knew what to expect from me and when. And they were happier because I was actually more available to them versus less. And when I say that, I mean that before I would just kind of be haphazardly answering my Voxer randomly and doing random things here and then. But when I actually implemented boundaries, it gave them structure 
And it meant that when I carved out time to be on coaching calls or on Voxer or whatever it was, it was time for them. I wasn't doing other things. I wasn't multitasking. I was fully focused and all in on them. So let me share some of the boundaries that I have implemented over time in my business that I still have and that really allow my business to run smoothly and allow me to operate from a place of integrity and love and still the highest service possible. So one of the boundaries that I have is that I will only coach two days a week. So I only hop on calls on my, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Those are my call days. Those are the only days that I take calls. Of course, I've made exceptions here and there sometimes, but Generally, I don't ever take my calendars never open on any other day than a Tuesday or a Thursday. The reason why is because I conserve my energy. I conserve my energy for those days. Those are the days that I'll have a clear schedule. Those are the days I anticipate being on coaching calls. So I'll take extra care of myself. I'll make sure that in between calls, I'm recharging because when I hop on that call, I want to be at my A game. I want to be giving my all to my clients. That's what they deserve from me. And that's what they get. And so that's how I operate. And all my clients know that. Everyone that I work with knows that and everyone's okay with it. It's never, ever been an issue. And everyone knows those are my call days. And they know that when they get my calendar, they will see availabilities on those days. And so they can plan out time ahead of time to find times at work. And I'll always open my calendar for mornings and afternoons because I have clients all over the world. Now, another boundary that I have is that on my non-coaching days, which is Mondays and Wednesdays, I won't work any earlier than 11 a.m. So 11 a.m. is usually the minimum when I start work. Sometimes it's 12 or 1. It just depends. But I won't work any earlier than 11 a.m. So on non-coaching days, I actually block out the morning to spend time with my son. So on those days, I go and I take Gabriel out for a walk. We might go to the beach. I might grab a coffee and take him to the playground. We might meet up with some people like his cousins or for a breakfast, or we might just play at home, whatever it is. But that's our quality time together. And if I do drop him off earlier to his grandparents, then I might be just journaling or doing self-care, things that light me up. So that's another boundary that I have. Another thing that I do is Voxer boundaries. I have uh, quite a few boundaries around Voxer and I've, I noticed that Voxer is probably the biggest thing that I see as a problem for people because it can really chew your time, especially people feel like they need to be on Voxer all day long. So that's just absolutely not the case. My Voxer boundary is that I'll generally check Voxer two to three times a day. So in the morning, midday and afternoon, I'll do a Voxer check-in, make sure everything's fine, answer any questions along the way. And I'm only in Voxer Monday to Friday. So weekends, I do not hop on Voxer. And that's a hard 
boundary for me because I need that weekend to recharge. And from actually very, very early on, I've never ever stated that you get Voxer 24 seven, which I see a lot of people do. And I'm like, no, don't do that. 24 seven implies that you're going to be answering round the clock. I always say like you get Voxer access to me during my working hours and I'm not available on the weekend. So my Voxer is only Monday to Friday and it's just been the best thing because when I hop on Voxer, I actually have times in my calendar when I'll either clear my schedule or when I do have a clear moment, I'll hop into Voxer and I'll give my full attention to answer Voxer messages. But in between, I'm not checking Voxer because something that I do is I don't have any notifications switched on my phone, any whatsoever. Like, The only way you can reach me in the moment is by calling me. That's the only way. And of course, only my family have my phone number. So there is, I'm never distracted by things in the moment. And it's such a important thing for you to grasp this because your attention, your energy is the most important thing. So if you're just giving it away every second of every day, because you're getting a notification, a ping that someone's liked your Instagram photo, or someone's dropped you another DM, or here's someone that's joined your Facebook group or whatever it is, your attention is being constantly given away. And how much is that costing you in your time, your your most precious resource? You'd be amazed if you could add up all of those times and realize how many hours of your day are spent just constantly redirecting your attention back to your task. So for over a year now, I've never had a notification switched on, not Voxer, not emails, nothing, absolutely nothing. Now, speaking of emails, another that's another boundary that I have. So I don't generally email. Emails are not where I live, nor do I check emails. I'll occasionally go into my inbox and check things in there, but I'm not a daily checker of emails. I don't look at emails and emails. I just, I have an out of office set on my email list and it's something my team takes care of when it comes to customer support, but trying to reach me on emails is pretty much impossible. And it's something that I'm very proud of. When I, when I tell people about this boundary, I tell them in such a proud way because I'm proud to have the confidence to implement this and know that if people need to reach me, they still can through other means. There's ways for them to get in touch with me. And I never worry about like, oh my God, what if I miss this one email that someone is sending me and offering some crazy, amazing opportunity or whatever it is. I know that nothing meant for me is going to miss me. So I don't stress about that and neither should you. That's probably everything that I can really think of right now when it comes to client boundaries. Oh, another thing that I do is if clients are wanting documents reviewed, for example, I have specific days in my month where I dedicate to review days. So this is only really for my high level mastermind clients where I'm reviewing documents and I have specific days dedicated to reviewing. So this really makes sure that everyone gets ahead and they're kind of pre-planning and it makes sure that when I'm doing stuff, I'm not doing it haphazardly or very quickly trying to rush things, but that I'm actually setting aside time and giving the proper attention to someone's work that they deserve. So this is a ways that I have boundaries in my business. There's probably more that maybe I've been 
skipping over. I've been trying to think of them as I'm going along. But if this is something that you are struggling with or you want to implement, I highly encourage you to start with the simple things. Start with the things that are giving you the most pain right now and see how you go. I can guarantee you that people are not going to be mad at you. People are not going to care. And if someone is going to be mad that you have a boundary, if they're not going to respect that boundary, then they were never the right person to work with anyway. And you should be happy to let them go. Because I know that my own coaches that I pay and that I work with have boundaries and I respect them for it. In fact, it's why I look up to them. If they didn't, I'd probably be going, well, you're probably not living the kind of life I want to live, right? Because I want to live my life. I don't want to just be hanging out on my phone 24-7. I don't want to just be my Instagram 24-7. And when I am on my phone and when I am on my Instagram, I want to be present with the people that I'm connecting with versus just, you know, checking off a box. So trust that your ideal clients are going to respect you for more. I know they will. And trust yourself enough and be confident in yourself enough to implement those boundaries because you are worth it. If you don't put them in place, no one else will do it for you. I can guarantee you that. I can guarantee you that you are the one that has to take responsibility and put the boundaries in place for yourself. And sometimes it also means having difficult conversations to reinforce boundaries with people. And you can absolutely do this in a loving way that reinforces the boundary and restates it without being coming across as rude. But it is on you to draw boundaries and to maintain them. And anytime someone tries to knock them down, instead of being like, I can't believe they would ask me that, or I can't believe they actually would email me at this time, it's up to you to not be checking your emails at that time. And, uh, you know, if they're asking a question that is crossing a boundary, to let them know that it's crossing a boundary. It's on us. It's never on other people. It's part of my philosophy of taking personal responsibility. So that's my boundaries uh, little rant and chit chat. I really do hope that you take it away and you run with it. I really do because I know how much it can really change your life and just how transformational it is and freeing it is and how much time you get back and how much more you will love your business when you have boundaries in place as opposed to always being on and just how much more efficient you will be in the things that you do in your day-to-day business and life. And like, we could probably chat about the fact that boundaries extend beyond business, but I might save that chat for another day. But of course they do. They extend to every area of your life and drawing boundaries is the greatest act of self-love that you can make. And it's the first step to really saying like, I respect myself the most and I love myself the most. And that's where love and respect starts for other people because it always starts with us. So there you go, guys. That's it from me. I hope you loved this episode. If you did, I would love it if you left me a review and let me know, or if you share this to your social media and let me know what you loved about it and what you resonated with. So have a beautiful day and I'll catch you in the next episode. 
just real quick before you go. If you found value in today's episode, I would so appreciate it if you took a moment to just take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram story at Milana Sarnak. It really helps to get the message out there and it would mean the world to me. And until next time, remember, the biggest risk is living a safe life. It is time to play big. Your moment is now.